0: Some twenty minutes later, Viola stood on stage performing the climax from the popular melodrama The Lion's Cage. Papa was now the villain, Mama the much-beleaguered heroine, Conrad the young hero, and she herself a little girl about to be thrown to the lions. And lions there were. Three real ones concealed at present on the other side of the set, snaggletoothed too old to do anything but sit around looking like large, flea-bitten cats behind a fine, invisible mesh screen that blocked off half the cage, creating the illusion that anyone tossed within ten feet of them would be in imminent danger of being instantly torn to shreds. "'Don't harm my little girl,' Mama was pleading, clutching Viola to her, her whole body quivering with emotion." Even though the lines were trite, there was something about the force of Mama's acting that always made the hairs stand up on Viola's arms. Mama looked more beautiful than ever tonight, Viola thought proudly. Her long, reddish-blonde hair was done up on top of her head, and her dark eyes shone with a passionate desire to protect her baby, as if the danger to Viola were real instead of the sentimental fantasy of some theatrical hack in New Jersey. Lifting her face... Yvette allowed two tears to roll down her cheeks. Viola forced herself to stay in character, although she had a sudden urge to reach up and comfort her mother. For eighteen straight nights, Mama had cried on cue. How in the world did she do it? Was it something a person could learn, or just a talent she'd been born with? Spare my baby. Spare my helpless child. Your prayers come too late. Alas, is there no one who will help us in our hour of need? Yvette gave Viola a covert nudge. Carefully disengaging herself from her mother's skirts, Viola turned a pathetic look on the audience. No matter how often she saw it, that bank of expectant faces, turned toward her like flowers about to be watered, gave her a thrill. Tonight there were some five thousand spectators, As Viola stared at them, she had the momentary impression that there were invisible strings connecting her to everyone—to the ladies in their jewels, the men in their dark suits, even the poor immigrant families in the balcony. The energy of the people in the theater seemed to multiply, cresting over her, and she felt wonderfully powerful. "'Pity me,' she told them silently. "'I'm a little girl who is about to be torn apart by lions.' and silently the audience told her that they did pity her, that even in this silly melodrama, she had somehow touched their hearts. Papa, the villain, gave a particularly nasty laugh. Lightning suddenly flashed, startling the audience into a long, ooh, and the stage began to revolve slowly, bringing up a dark, blasted heath on which the lion's cage was improbably perched. Viola noted with pleasure that for once everything looked formidably realistic. New York. Wonderful New York. What a relief it was to be playing here again after almost a year of being booked into places like Topeka and Boca Raton. The Dionysia wasn't one of those little hick theaters where you had to use painted lions and cornflakes for snow. Papa, who always loved gadgets had explained that the stage was a marvel of technical innovation, constructed by the late mad inventor Steele McKay, jammed with all sorts of odd and wonderful machines. At the moment, for example, a nebulator was generating great puffy clouds of fog that added to the eeriness of the scene. Papa suddenly lunged for Viola, snatched her out of Mama's arms, and staggered with her toward the lion's cage. No! Mama screamed hysterically. Yes, madame, Papa countered with equally evil hysteria. Become my bride, or I will toss your dear and innocent child to the lions. One of the lions opened his mouth and yawned, exposing a set of toothless gums. Viola bit her lip so as not to giggle. What say you to that, my beauty? Never, Mama proclaimed. Then, Papa thundered, to the lions with her. Suddenly, above the stage, fiery titles sprang to life, another invention of McKay's. Burning cheerfully, the three-foot-high letters informed anyone who might have missed the fact that evil is at hand. Swinging Viola up in the air as if she were a sack of flour, Papa tossed her into the lion's cage. The effect on the audience was electric. Men rose to their feet. Women shrieked. A lady in what was later referred to as a delicate condition fainted dead away and had to be carried out of the theater. Before it could become embarrassingly apparent that the lions had absolutely no interest in Viola, the curtain fell.